If I can't make this work, then I'm gonna have to get a real job. Right now, I am out. Hey, listen to me. This is a real job. I'm the one with the job. You're the one who lies around the house all day in a pool of your own slobber. Gary Hoffman. He drug a stink in here so bad the livestock wouldn't stay. Shannon Farron. She is washed up. You understand me? She's finished. She's a troublemaker. She's on my list. Gary and Shannon. You can Google it. It's worth a Google. Now for the grass. Shannon, KFI AM640, more stimulating talk. Well, today, guys, is the day you start sowing the seeds of sickness. Maybe you come up with a little cough. Get ready to come hang out with us tomorrow, 10 to 2, gas, news, and brews at JT Schmidt's Intestine. It's going to be a great time. We can promise you that. Yeah, maybe some surprises tomorrow as well. We don't want to tip our hand or anything. Surprises? Yeah. What kind of surprise? If if I tell you, it's not a surprise. Ah, you mean the stickers? (laughs) Never mind. Uh, (laughs) That will be live tomorrow. Uh, JT Schmidt's at the District of Tustin Legacy. Uh, You know exactly where it is. Come on out and have some lunch or just uh, maybe a post-morning beer. Whatever you want. It is Wednesday, so we're going to hit What You Watch on Wednesday coming up this hour in the 1 o'clock hour. Dr. Wendy joins us for Wednesdays with Dr. Wendy. How to stop taking things personally. It's also a Where You At Wednesday. We haven't done that in a while. Oh, I love it. Where are you at? Where are you listening to the show today? Let us know uh, on Twitter, Facebook, uh, wherever you are, at Gary and Shannon. Uh, maybe send a picture. You're sitting at the beach or you're in the Bahamas or you're in South Carolina or wherever you happen to be. Where are you at when you're listening to the Gary and Shannon show? We'd love to know. We are getting tales from those motels where Orange County placed hundreds of homeless people, how everyone is dealing with that the things they've taken away from the rooms where these homeless people are being placed. Everything. As the 30-day countdown uh, begins. Um, we're going to start, though, at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. Kids are already, uh, were there. They're already home. Uh, it was just a half day, but it was the first day that students with their teachers had returned to Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland since the shooting two weeks ago. Some of the pictures, I know you've covered police officers' funerals, as have I. Didn't some of the pictures remind you of of those terrible days? Absolutely. Uh, One of the things that um, has been ignited or reignited as a result of the shooting, and rightfully so, is the discussion about uh, gun control, the place of weapons in our society, uh, the role of the Second Amendment when it comes to personal protection, but also protection of our communities. And... My opinion was I was heartened to see a couple hundred law enforcement officers out there letting these kids know this is never going to happen again to you. But it is going to happen again. Well, but I mean specifically to them. And and I know that there is a chance that it's going to happen again. And I, I just based on our recent past, we know that something like this will come up. But one of the one of the steps, I suppose, for these kids to eventually move on with their lives will be to understand that not every scenario they're in is a threat. And school should never have been a place that was a threat to them. And for them to continue their education, for those who are seniors and are literally months away from from, 
uh, prom, from graduation, they need to know that the rest of their time there is going to be safe. Armed police. There were comfort animals there, uh, including a donkey and horses. There was uh, a donkey? One of the horses had Eagle Pride painted on its side. A woman held a sign saying, free kisses. Eh, that's a little odd. Hugs, I can understand. Free hugs, yeah. That's usually let's the way keep, it goes. Let's keep it at hugs. It is South Florida. What there, does that mean? Is, that a, means, is it a kissy place? Well, I mean, there's a lot of Hispanics there, and the typical greeting is like a kiss on the cheek and a big hug. Okay. I wouldn't well, take that away. Just yeah. for kissing booths, I thought, went away. Well, when, no tongue. Know. No tongue. All right. There were a number of parents who obviously don't walk their high school kids to school anymore, walking their high school kids to school. Yeah. Backpacks were not allowed. A lot of kids saying, you know what, I'm not ready to come back. Of course I'm nervous, but we just feel like we need to be here. Backpacks weren't allowed. They're also, I think, not necessary. I think the principal or the superintendent, one of them put out a, a an email blast to the school last night that just basically said this is not a this is not an academic day this is a day to get back on the trail and begin our process again which just for them involved starting the day in fourth period which is the class that was in session when the shooting happened two weeks ago so that they could see uh the the students that they were with at the moment that all of this happened there's something going on here i thought that there would be no change after newtown after all those uh, six and seven year olds were were shot and killed and there was not a lot of change. There was some talk about it, and then not much happened. But there's something going on here with these kids mobilizing in Florida and speaking out and getting the press coverage that they're getting. Something different with this shooting. Because we saw United and Delta and other companies, even if it wasn't them taking a financial hit by separating with the NRA, we still saw them taking a very public distancing from the NRA. And this morning, waking up to the news that Dick Sporting's Goods We'll stop selling assault-style rifles, and we'll set an under-21 ban for other guns. I, th- I was shocked by that. I was very surprised as well. And the statement itself that Dix put out corporately about what it is they want to see the government doing. I mean, it's a private company, so they can say whatever the heck they want, but the, they go as far as they do in this statement is pretty interesting. We'll talk about that when we come back. Also... Dick's getting some backlash. Oh, well, they did the same thing after Sandy Hook. No, they didn't. They're going further this time. We'll tell you all about it. Gary and Shannon will continue. So I drive a taxi and the traffic distracts me from the strangers in Where are you at? Wednesday is a fun game. Wow. Montgomery, Alabama, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Richfield, Utah. How about this? How about Brussels, Belgium? Robert's in Brussels right now listening to it. Michelle's in Big Fork, Montana. That's beautiful. It looks cold. Uh, let us know where you're at when you're listening to The Gary and Shannon Show. Um, you can do it on Twitter, at Gary and Shannon, or on Facebook, or uh, email, however it is you want to let We're us know. We're spreading out today, man. Send a picture, if you will. We're going to try to put a pin map together so we can see where everybody is. That'll love, be fun. I love a pin map in the morning. Um, so we were talking about the uh, students in Florida returning to Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School for the first time since that shooting two weeks ago as they begin the very slow and, in many cases, painful process of uh, of getting their lives back uh, online. And I, I think the one thing going for them is their resiliency. Being teenagers, they have an opportunity to sort of uh, jump back into things and have this uh, 
I don't know, the impervious nature that a lot of them feel um, maybe help them heal. Uh, One of the headlines out of all of this is that Dick's Sporting Goods, nationwide sporting goods store, says it will immediately end the sales of the assault-style rifles and high-capacity magazines at all of its stores and ban the sales of all of their guns to anyone under the age of 21. The chairman and CEO, Edward Stack, was on Good Morning America. Looking at those kids and those parents, it it moved us all unimaginably. And and to to think about the loss and the grief that those kids and those parents had, we said, we need to do something, and we're taking these guns out of all of our stores permanently. Now, the shooter did buy a shotgun from a Dick store in November, but the weapon purchased there was not the one used in the massacre. Despite that, as he said, his company was moved to act. Act, He said, you know, we did everything by the book. We did everything the law required. He was still able to buy the gun. Now, the announcement did draw scrutiny from some because they remembered that following the Sandy Hook shooting, that Dix did discontinue sales of assault-style rifles from its stores. But a few months later... The weapons went back into circulation through Dick's Outdoor and Hunting Chain Field and Stream. But a company statement out today says that assault-style rifles would be removed from all Dick's and Field and Stream locations. This guy said that he is prepared for any potential backlash. Um, it was a, it was an interesting interview to watch because this is a guy for who for a very long. I mean, listen. Dick Sporting Goods is based in Pennsylvania, and Pennsylvania is a place where uh, there is, you know, a lot of people think of just Philadelphia and Pittsburgh for the most part. There's plenty of rural areas in Pennsylvania where deer season is celebrated as, like, the opening of deer season is an unofficial holiday. We're staunch supporters of the Second Amendment. I'm a gun owner myself, but we've just decided that based on what's happened and with these guns, we don't want to be a part of this story. And we've eliminated these guns permanently. I'm very, very interested to see what happens to Dick Stock versus Bass Pro Shops. Because it seems like that would be the alternative. If you were upset at Dick's, right. you'd go to Bass Pro. And sure. Not, and vice versa. But again, remember, he's only, there's the specific type of gun. I mean, this AR 15 style weapon is what he says they're not going to sell. There's still plenty of handguns, plenty of different rifles, hunting rifles, um, shotguns, et cetera, that they're going to be able to sell through Dick's. 28 different rifles for sale, uh, 23 different types of shotguns. But it's not about that. I don't think it's about the principle of the thing. Which is funny because he makes a statement. I'm going to play this for you again because I think it's important that, that there, is a, there is room in the argument for a guy like this. We're staunch supporters of the Second Amendment. I'm a gun owner myself. But we've just decided that based on what's happened and with these guns, we don't want to be a part of this story. And we've eliminated these guns permanently. I've said this before. I'm also a staunch supporter of the Second Amendment. I firmly believe in the right for me to be able to defend myself and defend my family. But I also don't believe that they, for example, I'm going to use this as an example. I would not choose an AR-15 for self-defense. Although I know some people do and say that it's the best option. That's not my option. And I'm okay with there being some restrictions on them. That's, that being said, is there room in the conversation for a guy like me who will not stand for a complete ban on guns, on, on personal ownership of weapons, but would uh, would settle for some restrictions on those types of weapons? This will fall on the states, and 
There will never be a ban on AR-15s in this country, I don't think. Not nationwide? No. No, but I think you'll see like this. You'll, you'll but find, here's the thing. You'll find retailers that want to back out of it. You'll find even individual states like California yeah, where it's hard to get. Even as massive as Dix is, you want an AR-15, you're not going to hurt looking for one. Right. Even in California where they're banned... That you're going to find stores that are like, hey, listen, we're not the gun police. You can get whatever you want. Oh, you want that bump stock? Okay, we're looking the other way. That's just the, the nature of the business. Right, of any business. So yay for Dix for taking an unpopular stand with probably many of its customers. But will it really matter in the long run? I don't know. Here's the thing. This is going to take incremental change over the course of, I mean, how, how old is the Second Amendment? You know, it's 240 years old, so it's going to take a very long time to change the way we view gun ownership in this country and to, to move back away from the idea that, you know, AR-15s are the best way to, to go about it. I, I mentioned this, and I, I, I think I mentioned this on the air, when I... The day after the shooting, I was on the NRA website just checking around to see if they had any sort of statement or if they were going to have any reaction publicly to to the shooting in Florida. Was that the day that there was still an ad about why the AR-15 is the most unpopular right. gun top, in America? Top 10 reasons to own an AR-15 style yeah. rifle. And they're, I mean, they were they all made sense. It's not like there there isn't a reason why people would choose it. It's an incredibly versatile um moldable, personalizable weapon, however you want to call it. It's like the Lego set of of weapons. I mean, you can change it and make it just for you. And a lot of people assume that that means that it's the monster that has created this big thing. It's, it's not. I mean, it itself is not. It's how people have used it and the fact that it can be made incredibly dangerous and the fact that it's very easy to get one and they're affordable there's 12 million 15 million of them around the country something like that all right we'll dive back into this at one o'clock we'll go live to florida as well but coming up next what you watch in wednesday petros joins us oh boy gary and shannon will continue the following program is brought to you in living color what you watching in there americans love television they wean their kids on it. USA television much better. You've been watching too many of those live television shows. Well, on What You Watch Wednesdays, we welcome in Petros Papadakis from our uh, friendly confines down the hall. Guys, I tried so hard. I sat down last night. Yeoman's effort, I tell you. I, I got 45 seconds into Ari walking into a field in Peru, and I couldn't do it. I, I, I'm, like, at that, that point in the relationship between me and Ari where I'm done. Like, I don't want to look at him anymore. I don't want to hear from him. But you can't break up with him yet. I, I did. I didn't You're going to hear from him, Shannon. Oh, oh boy. boy. You're going to hear. You're going to hear all about him. These were the uh, the nights, uh, the overnight dates, I guess, with all three of the remaining Slow women. Slow down, right. Gary. What? You take that down the, 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 the 405 to the Van Norman Dam into Santa Clarita Valley. Okay. Don't get too far ahead of yourself, brother. Oh, oh you're right. On Sunday night, they had a little uh, get-together. Come together. on, women, tell them. <laughs> 
Oh, right. don't you know? Don't you know the schedule? The women tell all where they bring back all the harpies oh, of why. yesteryear. I know oh. why he's excited about this. Why? Because Crystal comes back oh, yeah. and yes. so does his 22-year-old. Yes. Right. All the ghosts of Bachelor past. I do have to say, <laughs> I love my 22-year-old Shannon, but Becca's <laughs> distracting earrings have become an issue for me. <laughs> All right. She thinks she's a flapper. <laughs> she does. She does. She's a throwback. She's not a flapper. Back when you could die from syphilis. Mm. Low boobs, big earrings. Low boobs, Al Capone. Have it his way. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, the point is yeah. this. The Women Tell All is a fabulous show. Very uncomfortable, very awkward. But I realize we have four hours of this to get through, Gary. Yeah. So here is one of the women. Yes, you're right. Psycho Crystal comes back. Nobody likes her. She gets shredded and eviscerated. And this is probably the best. Somebody asked her what was wrong with her voice the whole time. I just have a question. Um, so I'm hearing you speaking now. Why did you speak like, oh, on the show? Ooh. Her voice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was. It's so funny that it became such an issue. I lost, I lost my voice. Okay. Hold on. You were on the show for six weeks. Uh, this is a disservice to women. The women she was tell talking all episode. very differently the whole time when she was on the show than she did when she was on the women tell all. Yeah, but uh, th- didn't that add to the character for you? I mean, without it, a doubt, it made me hate her even more. The other thing that came out that I actually liked her more for was they had some undercover footage of her calling the bachelor Ari a needle D. And I love a needle D call. Wow. I mean, nobody loves a needle D call more than me. Especially when it nails it on the nose like it did with Ari. Do you think she has inside knowledge of that area? Well, now, see, you're thinking of it as a physical ailment. Yeah. And Gary and I are thinking of it as more as a needle D attitude. Yeah. Got it. Just because somebody sucks, it doesn't mean they're not well endowed. Life oh, lessons just, yeah, from you Petros. Just, you just blew her that, mind. That is right our now. life lesson of the day so far. Go yeah, on. Yeah, there you go. Go on. There's a lot of well endowed guys, you know, that really suck. Yeah, no, got it. Go on. Uh, anyway, <laughs> this guy, uh, Ari, confronts Crystal, gets after her. It's a pretty good deal. She calls him a needle D, and she calls the rest of the girls C's. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, pretty good. Kinda did anybody ask that. about her homeless brother? Yeah, he came back. Oh, oh good. He did. good. Yeah, he came back off the streets. I'm going to move on from that. Excellent. Because I was going to say something really inappropriate. No, don't say that. No, I was. Oh. Say it. Not going to. I'm not going <laughs> to. All right. Then let's move on to Peru. Yeah, let's go. Let's go to Peru because you know what? Let's go dune buggying. First of all, he reads like a brochure for Peru because the, the trip is for free. Right. And they're trying to get people away from Machu Picchu. And I guess it's successful, even though I think they go to Machu Picchu anyway. But here they are dune buggying. And this now, now this is the lesson of the day, guys. Here's some knowledge from old Needle Diari. Dune buggying is like a relationship, you know? There's ups and downs. Oh, my God. Scary, but also so exciting. I want to kiss you so bad. I want to kiss you so bad. <laughs> He's so terrible. I, I want to kiss you so bad, Gary. You know, there's been no. other bachelors that have sucked, 
and I've like powered through it. Right. You know, it's like, oh, well, he wouldn't be for me, but I'm going to get through this. I My moment oh. for, for him was when, uh, and I know we'll get to it, but when the boyfriend, Becca's boyfriend comes back or visits them in Peru, surprisingly, and then Ari has to sit down with her and he started four different sentences. He went like this. I know, you know, we, well, and then he says, I'll just let you talk. And I thought that was the best thing he's ever said. Shut up and let the women talk. That's a lie. You know what the best thing he ever said was? What? Kiss you so <laughs> oh, wait, that was him? I thought that was one of no, the women. No, that was him. That oh, was it was him. Love. It's not a woman. It's yeah. him. Oh, I don't know. Kiss you so <laughs> anyway, let's get to the Stanford strength coach. Get it. I love this. Ross Jurgle. Coach Ross Jurgle, who played at Minnesota State, I believe the home of the Screaming Eagles from the show Coach with okay. Hayden, <laughs> right. Hayden Fox. And uh, I'm not even kidding. He played at Minnesota State. And I guess Becca was his college girlfriend when he was a stud linebacker with long uh, Clay Matthews hair. <laughs> and uh, the producers find him and coax him to come down to Peru, even though he says that's not the case. Right. And he confronts Ari, who looks scared like he's staring down the barrel of a freaking bazooka. She's the love of my life. I want to marry her. And... I mean, so immediately I reached out to uh, everybody that I could I could find on the internet, wherever, um, just trying to give a little bit of the love and passion that I have for this girl. And uh, fortunately, one of those did land and uh, flew overnight to get to Peru. Um, landed here in the morning, took the five-hour drive to literally the middle of nowhere. So it's been a little bit of a journey, but. I'd have swam here if I had to. Oh, yeah. for the love. What does he look like? Is he, give me a number. One Come on. You haven't seen Jurgle? No, I haven't seen him. He was a good-looking guy. Was Much he? better Dude, looking than Ari. Dude, I thought you loved Jurgle. <laughs> me? Yeah. Oh, you didn't see no, Jurgle? Dude, I told you I was out after seeing Ari for 45 no, seconds. If you, I, I, if, I couldn't watch the episode. If you'd been stuck in Peru with Ari like these women were, yeah. and this guy comes sauntering yeah, it would be in. Like, it would be like meat to the wolves. You'd, you'd ride him out of there like a horse. Oh. Oh, Blake yeah. just showed me a picture. Blake just showed her a picture. Yeah. You like Jurgle? Yeah. She's on the Jurgle train. You know, there's not a lot there there from what I can get in that sound clip. But... No, he's a fool. Oh, look at that hair. <laughs> he's a strength coach, Shannon. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, that is the, uh, the, the, I guess the. It's an important job, Petros. Don't knock it. I would say it would be like the Buffalo if the college, uh, if the college football coaching ranks were a, uh, like an animal genome because he'd be like a buffalo okay, he would be like a buffalo exactly, yeah that's exactly what i was thinking so then what happens so does you know, she buffaloes talk, always so... make you do your romanian deadlift all right so he talks to uh to becca to six, Shannon. what's going on what happens well so then he goes and, and goes and talks to his girlfriend yeah his ex uh becca How does that homely go? becca and becca you're sitting there like, what do you think, you living in a movie? It's like, you know what, you can't say that when you're on The Bachelor. Right. Here. I know you're upset by this, and the producers really did you dirty, but you can't say that. And then she just flat out rejects him. It's pretty sad. He's the antithesis of this Ari guy, Yeah, you know, which I like. I like that juxtaposition. Well, he went to college. Well, would we say went to college? Yeah. What, just because he played college football and bonked his head into some fullbacks, he didn't go to college? Yep. Oh, that's bad. It's truth.
That's discrimination. I'm in the sea of truth right now, Pete. Uh, yeah, me too. Hashtag me too okay, on you. Okay, so, so then what happens? <laughs> uh, what happens? What happens Nothing. with the other girl? With with the what, what he's going to end up with the girl with no personality but the beautiful face and well, body, you know what? right? I think he's going to do the old Ben Bug Eyes switcheroo. What is that? Remember Ben Bug Eyes switcheroo? Yeah, eyes too close together. Remember that smarmy bachelor that looked like Gollum? <laughs> and he picked one girl and right. then he picked the other one right after? Uh, yeah, I've been seeing that that's what happens, that Ari picks one, proposes to and her. she says no? No, no, she says yes, but then dumps her and goes with the runner-up. Correct. He sends Kendall home, and it's between Lauren whatever, mm, the, uh, the, 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 the vapid... Uh, Xanax, um, we'll call her Xanax. Right. Mannequin. Yeah. She's beautiful, though. She's gorgeous. And... Uh, and she's good for Ari because he's a dolt. Yeah, they're, they're total uh, nothings. And then Becca, who nice. seems like uh, there's a little more there there. Right. Even though you just heard her eloquence with Becca uh, with seems Jurgle. like a wife. She seems like you'd want to marry her, make some babies, maybe live on a farm. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that, she'd be able to hammer that out. I, I like the pretty quiet girl, too. I just don't know what they're going to talk about for the rest of their lives. They'll have a house of silence. Maybe somebody will get them Sonos for a wedding present. Quick, Petros, what did you think about uh, Ari's tattoo, the 24601 reference to Les Mis? It's, it's a tough day for Valjean. It is. You it know, is. Jean Valjean's a universal hero, and it was a big blow when Hugh Jackman basically destroyed it. I bet Ross has never seen Les Mis. <laughs> you don't think Jurgle's seen Les Mis? Dude, Naked he coaches too. at Stanford. <laughs> Shannon, Stanford is a is a very uh, very you, reputable place. Thank you. High place of culture. Uh, it is. We can't wait for next week. I think it's a three hour episode that we're going to oh. have to slaughter. Oh. Lord in yeah. heaven. Uh. Yeah, but the first hour is like a recap. It oh, can be fast point. forwarded. Though. We can just fast forward through that. Thanks. That's man. right, kids. Thanks, man. <laughs> Jurgle forever. Coming up next, Alec Baldwin gets a talk show. I love it. So let's go back to. Gary and Shannon, doing uh, what you watching Wednesday, stuff that's on TV. I was just telling Shannon, uh, my wife and I started watching Seven Seconds on Netflix, and we're through episode four, gritty, gritty uh, drama based in New Jersey about cops and covering up murders. It's a great, so far, episode four, it's a great show. And why is it episode four always seems to be the turning point? Yeah. In a lot of these series. I hear that all the time. Get, you got to get through four episodes. And once you hit that fourth episode, it's all, it, you can't wait to see the next one and the next one and the next one. Anyway, so Seven Seconds is the name of that one on Netflix. Um, ABC is also going to sign on with uh, with Alec Baldwin. It is starting Sundays with Alec Baldwin. The network has ordered eight additional episodes of this hour-long talk show. It's going to be interview-oriented. And ABC plans to air a version of the pilot episode immediately after the Oscars. The first episode is being billed as a sneak peek rather than the the series premiere. And it's going to feature in-depth interviews with Jerry Seinfeld, Kate McKinnon. They just sat down for wide-ranging conversations, they say. Interesting. He's a good interviewer. I've seen him. um, I've seen him. I think he hosted on MSNBC for a while. And I didn't like him in the political realm, but in terms of him just sitting down with other celebrities and asking them questions, he did a great He's job. He's very likable. 
He can be. He's got yeah. like a, a he's got a good charisma about him. Um, Spectrum has an interesting thing that they're rolling out. If you're a Spectrum customer, they are rolling out a streaming TV service. Uh, the LA Times actually says it's probably not a great option. Um, you're you're better off just paying for regular cable anyway. But it's the beginning, and maybe sort of the uh, the since it's a major player, the beginning of the most. Or as close as we're going to get to a la carte cable as, we, as we've been in a long time. USA Network is putting out Unsolved, the murders of Tupac and the notorious B.I.G. And like the series creator says, I think a lot of us can agree, not obsessed. He says he's been obsessed with Tupac and Biggie Smalls uh, since he moved to L.A. But it's always been one of those things. So what really did happen? Who's behind all that? Um uh, and they're getting into that. It's the true crime miniseries based on the deaths, uh, 1996, 1997. Show is said to tell the story in three parallel narratives set years apart, examining the evidence that uh, led up to and following these guys' fatal drive-bys. Have you seen the ads for this yet? I have. The, I went to the day that it airs and recorded it right away as the, soon as I saw the ad. The two guys who play Tupac Shakur, uh, Mark Rose, and then play um, Biggie Wavy Jones— they look exactly like those guys. Oh, do they? I didn't check that out. They look so close to what they, uh, what they looked like when they were alive, obviously. But they looked so close. It's amazing. Whoa. They do a really good job. Who, of, plays, uh, uh, who plays Tupac? Uh, Mark, M-A-R-C-C, Mark Rose. Um, That's good casting. Wow, and, that and is good casting. Wavy Jones plays Biggie. He's uh, W-A-V-Y-Y, Jones with a Z. And just amazing how how they picked these guys to look, or how they picked guys who looked like these uh, these rappers. Uh, Walking Dead. If you're a Walking Dead fan, season eight's mid season premiere was one of the lowest rated ever. Ugh, that I show. I don't you know think what? it's a sign that Walking Dead is is l- losing its uh, ability to gain an audience. It's just it to me, it's more of a. A sign. There's so much other stuff on television right now. That's the thing. So much I more. also think that that show keeps repeating itself. It's the same stuff every season. Yeah. I mean, I oh, dropped it. Zombies. And- when certain people died, I dropped it. That's, I'm like, oh, I'm done. That's the thing with there being so much offered right now across all these different platforms. I have a hard time to getting to episode four. I find that I don't have the patience. It's either I love it right away or I don't. I'm the same way with a book. I want to fall in love with that book right away. Yeah. I don't How, want to have to wade into it two hundred pages. But the difference is, you're, well, I guess it's probably a similarity. You're not going to read four different books at once, whereas uh, when you're binging something, you have the ability to watch all 10, 10 episodes in a season or 13 episodes, whatever it is. Back to back to back, and then you're not going to watch anything else yeah. until that one's done. I'm kind of the same way with shows and movies. Yeah. In, in, or, I'm sorry, shows and, and books when it comes to that. I, I just want to focus on one. Yeah. I have rules. Rules? Yeah, with new stuff. Like books, I'll give it 100 pages. If yes. I'm not into it after 100 pages, I'm done. Oh, you'll quit? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't. There's too many good books out yeah. there to be stuck with a mediocre one. I can't quit. All right. And with shows, thank God you said the fourth episode because I've been giving it three. No, I got to go four. Okay. It's always four. Magic right. number four. Uh, what happens when homeless people are sent to motels? We've Hundreds. been following this story in Orange County. Hundreds of people have been moved into hotels there in Orange County, and the rooms are not the hotel room that we would walk into. We'll tell you all about it. Gary and Shannon will continue after this.